A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. And fingers crossed, hopefully, our dear friend Mark Lupo is joining us. It is Thursday. We have missed him for the last couple of weeks because of technical stuff. The worst reasons in the world. Hopefully, he's here today. Mark, are you there? Rob! I'm here. <laughs> missed you. We missed you. There were some rumours that you'd been fired, Mark. I know. They didn't believe that we couldn't figure this out, but we finally <laughs> did. It was quite a journey. It was quite a journey to get to here. It was a journey. We were on it together, and uh, I missed you guys so much. All the Nazis. I missed all of you guys. I've been checking the Facebook group. Thanks for your support, and I'm happy to be back. Oh, thank goodness, thank goodness. We were hopeless. So Mark has been getting up early for the last over a year, but certainly the last couple of weeks to do the show. We've learned our scripts. We've had our items. We had our coffee. Mm-hmm. Mark even had a shower. He likes the shower before the show (laughs) and we were raring to go raring to go and there's nothing worse than sitting here ready to press record Uh and it doesn't work it's horrible yeah it's i'm so happy it's it's figured out yeah i'm happy you're such a perfectionist mark you lost your temper a couple of times i know i don't i'm quite cool at like moving on oh i I was upset 
You were upset. Yeah. It's a fir- yeah I could see it. Your face got red. Mm-hmm. You weren't upset yeah. with me, but no. you're just upset with life. Exactly. And then, yeah. oh, then you had to phone the Apple people. I'm sure you were a little <sighs> sharp on the telephone. Oh, like when you say it was a journey, it was a journey. <laughs> yeah. But here we are. Here we are. So let's jump into the gossip. <laughs> hey, what time is it, my friends? It is... Tea time. time! Lots of gossip today to get to, including a very controversial new magazine cover. So Time 100 is out. They do it every year. They put the most influential 100 people in the world into this issue, and then they pick their favourites for the cover. Well, they've got seven different covers out, but the one we're all talking about is Harry and Meghan are on the cover of Time 100. Most influential people in the world. Some people are saying they're not that influential, but I don't think that's true. Even if you don't like them, you've got to admit, these two are everything we're talking about. We talk about them Mm -hmm. all the time on this show, on many, many other shows. They have enormous power that they're trying to use for good, but that's not the real (laughs) reason people are gossiping, Mark. They're gossiping because if you look at the photograph, it does look like it's been airbrushed. It looks a little different. So the Duke and the Duchess of Sussex, their skin is glowing, which normally it is. They have beautiful skin. Their eyes are very bright. But (laughs) what people are... What people are really gossiping about is how suspiciously full <laughs> Harry's hair looks. He has a full, full, thick hair on that head. Yeah. One person said the following quote, The airbrushing is doing some heavy lifting here. Oh. It is. Another person asked, quote, Is Harry wearing a rug? Oh. And it does look different. <laughs> what do you think, Mark? You've seen the picture. Well, Rob, I I have to say this. The internet remains undefeated. I was going through some comments, too. One person said, is this CGI? And another person (laughs) said they thought it was a parody. Um, I will say, yes, you know, Harry looked different. He looked younger, more youthful with a a real thick hairline. It was down a bit. And they also looked, like, poreless. Like, they had – their skin had no imperfections. Um, but with that said, you know, I think these two, they can't win. It's like they're damned that they do, damned that they don't. They look different, but I didn't hate the picture. It just was a bit uh, face-tuned is what the kids are calling it, right? Yeah, face-tuned instead yeah. of auto-tuned. I love that. I mean, we are used to seeing celebrities on the covers of magazines looking the best version of themselves. And somebody who's been to many, many photo shoots with different celebrities, I can tell you, yes, they're stretched a little, they are photoshopped a little bit, but we don't get to see them as much as Harry and Meghan. So we mm-hmm. really know what Meghan and Harry look like because they're all over the place. We see them all the time. The hairline's the thing. So your skin can look good some days and not so good the other. You can change your skin (laughs) with a little bit of lighting. You can whiten your teeth. I get all that. But your hair's your hair. Harry, there's there's something different about your hair. He's changed his hairline. It's lower down. It's much, much thicker. And this is why I think it might be a little bit of a problem, dare I say, These two, their brand is being authentic. That's who they are. And they keep talking about that. And I believe them. They want to let us know the real Harry and Meghan. Didn't he just say, call me Harry? He doesn't want to be a prince. He's just Harry. Well, if you're going to be just Harry, you've got to let us in. And if you're losing your hair, you are. 
talk about it. It's nothing to be shameful of. Millions of people have hair loss, both men and women. And if Harry lent into that, I think we would love him even more. Look at the pictures today if you haven't seen them. It does mm-hmm. look like he's wearing a wig. I mean, it, literally, it's like Beyonce weave. It's full hair. <laughs> he's like, like Harry with the li- good hair. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> Harry with the good hair. And I don't even know if it makes him any more attractive. Like, I don't think you need a full bushy head of hair to be a handsome guy. Harry's no. a very good-looking guy, but this hairline has certainly made the internet, and many, many people, including my good self, have another look at it. Take a look at it. Mm. You know what, Mark, though, what makes me a bit sad about this? It pulls away from the real reason that they're on the cover, yes. which is all the good they're trying to do. Of and course. now, instead of talking about them being influential, or their charity, or all the work they're doing, all we're talking about, and we're <laughs> guilty too, is Harry's hair. So have a look and it brings us to, uh, I know, it brings us to our poll question of the day. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle looked very airbrushed on the cover of Time magazine. Do they look great or do they look creepy? Mm. You know, some people on Instagram can over filter their faces and they look like oil paintings. Mm -hmm. It looks like a painting of Harry and Meghan (laughs) rather than a photograph. (laughs) It's a little too much. Hey, go and vote. And it's all in good fun here. We're not being cruel about them. But go and look. What do you think? Great or creepy? (laughs) You can go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob. It's a naughty question today. Or our Facebook page, Naughty Girls here to leave a comment and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Loopy, what are you working on? Oh, I have a good one for you, Rob. (laughs) Is Britney Spears being prevented from getting married boom, boom, boom. <laughs> let me explain what's going on here so britney spears told a judge that the conservators she had prevented her from getting married and having a baby yes now rob fast forward nearly three months later she's newly engaged to that long time and very hot boyfriend oh, oh, sam <laughs> however with the restrictions that come with a conservatorship will britney be able to make her own choice to get married Now, legal experts say that it all depends on whether she is let out of her conservatorship, but as of today, Britney cannot run off to, let's say, Vegas like she's done in the past and tie the knot. So, Rob, under this conservatorship, Britney does not have the right to enter into any sort of agreement, so while accepting the proposal is one thing, marriage is a whole other issue. What do you think? Wow, that's so interesting. I never thought about that. So at the moment, her dad is still the boss. Mm-hmm. He's still the conservator. Even though he said he would step down, mm-hmm. he hasn't stepped down now. And the next hearing's not until the end of September. Mm-hmm. So getting engaged is one thing. You can get engaged, Brittany, because it doesn't have the same legal consequences as a, as a marriage. Mm-hmm. But to actually get married, it's not just a religious ceremony. It's, it's, a, it's a legal one. Yep. And you have to sign documents. She's not allowed to sign a contract or a document without her dad's permission. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That's fascinating. Well, so until the dad's gone, she can't get married unless he says yes. Exactly. And I think, Rob, I think we can all agree here that Brittany needs a little support right now. Yes. While you know, we all want to free Brittany and help Brittany, we do recognize that she's still going through some things. And I know that the actress Octavia Spencer... Recently joked on the Instagram saying, Brittany, get a prenup, which I think we all secretly agree with. Yes, yes, although I it kind of. Say it, but I didn't think it. Yeah, we were thinking it, but it kind of, you know, took some steam out of uh, Brittany's style, you know, so <laughs> Let's just say this. I think, it's, I think it's smart. I think Brittany should take a 
beat, have a long engagement, enjoy yes. it, have fun, yeah, luxuriate no rush. it. That's not rushing yes. to anything, Brittany, but your boyfriend's very hot and he's very been around for a while. Oh, oh. Five years. People Five think years. he's after her money, but I've met him and he's a really nice guy. And I yeah. think if he, was, if he was after her money, he would have already spent it all and ran off. He's there. He protects her. Yeah. He's been kind yeah. to her. Yeah. I think he's a good man, although I'd still get that prenup. Mark, <laughs> if you met a really hot, hot guy or any guy, you will. Yeah. Yeah, Could yeah. I tell you, and you were going to get married, would you ask me about prenups or what would you do? Would you get one? I think about this all the time, actually. <laughs> I would totally get one. And not because I'm so wealthy, although I have done well for myself. I think the thing is this. It's like it keeps you accountable. It keeps you honest. And I want to make sure that what what's mine is mine. What's yours is yours. I'm not going after your money. I don't care about your money. But let's build together. And then if it falls apart, which one and two does... Then we move oh. on. I know, want, want, but... So, I know. I don't have a prenup, so Bruce and I are married. Ooh. do not have a prenup. I know. Mm. Bruce has a lot more money than I do. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, did, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it. Like, when we were getting get married the week before. The night before, I was like, we sat down. It's a lovely romantic dinner. The night before our, our wedding, I was like, he's going to pull an envelope out and get me to sign something. No, he didn't. But I was just like, oh. <laughs> Even when we were walking down the aisle, I was like, don't sign, don't sign, don't sign. I don't know oh no prenup. Moving along, we're terrible. Gosh, I hope he doesn't listen to today's show. <laughs> so Kelly Dodd, who's one of the Real Housewives, is blasting Andy Cohen for his comments about COVID. Ooh. So Kelly is no longer on the show. And when you're not on the show, you can say whatever you want, I guess, about the boss. Although if you ever want to get back to the show, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Because mm-hmm. wouldn't you say this stuff? He doesn't forgive. Andy holds a grudge. Oh, yeah. So Kelly reveals that Andy came after me because we had our wedding on 1010 and then we filmed the reunion. And Andy was like, how dare you go and travel? and have a wedding in a pandemic. How could you? And he told her that she's on the wrong side of history. She's really, really angry about this and now she believes what she's saying is that she was fired because of her conservative views. Mm. I don't believe that. I believe he told her off about the COVID, but I've told my friends off too. I don't meet my friends for drinks. But I can't trust my friends, Mark. I have terrible friends. So I make them all show me their vaccine card. Like, oh like, you cannot. I won't. I was like, I don't trust them. Like, you know my shady friends. They would yeah. just not tell me the truth. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, you can't come until you text me your vaccine card. Like, no, I'm so naughty about it. So I agree with Andy on the vaccine card. Yeah. But I don't think she was fired because she was a conservative. Because there were a lot of the housewives that are conservatives. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. Mm-hmm. Practically mm-hmm. every housewife of New Jersey voted for Donald Trump. And so, like, I think part of the joy of the show is the different mixtures. If it was all liberals or all conservatives, it wouldn't reflect America. And I think part of the joy of the Real Housewives is there's a different combination of everybody. Do you think? Exactly. And Rob, you have to remember, this is a job just like any other job, right? So I was doing a, a, a deeper dive into Kelly, and I noticed that she said some really gross things during COVID. She, she actually said that COVID was like God's way of thinning out the herd. So she's made some really controversial comments. Her behavior is at best questionable. So I think there might have been a few things that led to this firing. But I do agree, Rob, that... Uh, talking about the boss and the way that she is uh, is guaranteeing that she'll never return to that show. Why, why would you do that? Jill Zarin upset Andy once. Gone. 
never gone. to return. Do you know the one that might return? Oh, I'm working on this story right now. Mm-hmm. So Nene Leakes and Andy Cohen had a huge falling out. Ooh. And then she said some horrible things about him. Yes. She really did. She went after him really personally. And I think she even implied he was a racist. Yes. That's that's a big thing to say. Yeah. Now her husband has passed away. Mm-hmm. Andy took the higher ground and he said how sorry he was. He reached out and said that your husband was on that show for so many years. It's a terrible loss. Mm. And so I hear the ice is melting around Andy and Nini. Will she ever come back? Mm. I don't know. But wouldn't you say something bad about your boss? Particularly <laughs> if you say it out loud publicly. I don't know about that, Kelly. What's going on with Georgina Chapman? Um, I think she's trying to make a big comeback. What's she up to? Okay, so Georgina Chapman, let's not forget, is Harvey Weinstein's ex-wife. She hit the Met Gala on Monday in stunning fashion, clinging to the arm of her new boyfriend, Adrian Brody. Like the Oscar winner, yes. the Oscar winner, the from the pianist. So the designer turned heads in her own collection, which was, of course, Marchesa. And now, Rob, Georgina and Adrian only made their red carpet debut when they attended the Tribeca Film Festival just two months ago. So this is a very new couple. But what I find most interesting, Rob, is that Adrian is such a sharp contrast from someone like Harvey Weinstein. Like, uh-huh. I could not think of anyone more different. Like, what do you think? Uh-huh. It's really complicated, this one, because you don't want to blame her for the crimes of her husband. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you have to think, what did she know? I mean, we all sort of knew mm-hmm. about Harvey. Mm-hmm. We'd heard, I mean, me and you, as reporters, yeah. had heard the rumors. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine sharing a home, a bed? With this guy, you must have known something. I don't want to blame her because there's no evidence, but come on, just common sense. I had dinner with her once when she was married to Harvey, and um, she was grand. Like, she married a really powerful, really rich man, Mm -hmm. and all I kept thinking of is, you sleep with Harvey Weinstein. I mean, like, literally I while know. I was eating, I was like, Ugh. I was put, put up my food. Because I kept looking at her. She's gorgeous. She's smart. She's got everything going for her. And you don't want to judge other people's choices. And I kept saying to myself, okay, physically, Harvey's no Brad Pitt. But maybe he's got an amazing personality. Mm. But we know that's not true. No. He's a bully. Yeah. He had a terrible personality. He was not the sexiest man alive. So what was it about him that she found attractive? And you've got to believe the first thing that comes to mind is power and money. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, then I don't really like you. If that's what you yeah. value, if that's what Georgina agreed to marry, like, would you have married Harvey Weinstein? Um, I would not, Rob. And I and me I can too. tell you this, I which just... is which is really something that's really interesting to me is a lot of the stars said that Harvey would bully them into wearing bully. her her Marquesa. gowns, her, her yeah, that's Marquesa. That's really complicated. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's complicated. Every one of his premieres at um, all the premieres. Yeah, so every time you were in a Harvey movie, he would call you before the premiere and say, you're wearing Marquesa on the red carpet. And he did it to big, big stars, and they didn't want to wear Marquesa. They Mm -hmm. wanted to wear Gucci or whatever else. Mm -hmm. And he forced them really into wearing it, which makes her even more complicit. Once again, I don't want to beat Mm. her up because of the Mm. sins of her husband, but this all makes me a little, little creepy. Hey, we're going to take a quick break and come back with much happier stories. We'll be back in just a moment. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, 
we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. 
employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. It's so nice to have Mark back. Mark, are you enjoying yourself? We missed you. I missed you. I know we're running late today because we're gossiping so much. I feel like we're catching up. Hey, let's get to the polls, my friends. Da, da, da. Thank you, Mark. I missed your ridiculous fanfare. Jennifer Aniston is saying that she'd like to date a non-public guy, someone that's not famous. Is this a good idea for Jen? Oh, wow. 93% said Yes, mm. I agree. She's done the actors. She's done the famous people. I want her to find a really nice, handsome businessman. I'm seeing grey hair. I'm seeing a Gucci suit. I'm seeing lots of money. What do you mm, think? I agree. I mean, if I was straight, I would I would date her. I love Jennifer uh, Aniston. I, I, like, I she's my favorite. Aniston. She's so cool. Is she really? She is so cool. It's so tricky because I like Reese too. Yeah, like, Reese is so perky. Mm-hmm. I can imagine waking up in the morning and Reese, Reese being all happy, 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 happy. Yeah. I bet Jen's a bit more grumpy in the morning <laughs> until she has a her smart water. Her smart that, water. That, that, yeah, yeah, she's a bit grumpy <laughs> till she has a smart water. I think so. We agree with here. Ninety-three percent said it's a good idea. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, or our Facebook page Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for. Our uh, nicest of the day. What have you got, Loop? Oh. Oh, wow. Our nicest of the day is Julianne Huff as she is responding to criticism about her upcoming reality competition show, oh. The Activist. Have you heard about this, Rob? Tell me about this show. It's controversial. All right. So the series brings together six activists from around the world to bring meaningful change to others. Now, Julianne is serving as a judge on the series alongside Usher and Priyanka Chopra. Julianne said the last few days have been really powerful. Uh, real-time activism. Thank you for your voices, for calling in, for giving me accountability and your candor. I am deeply listening with an open heart and an open mind. Now, Rob, the show is being called out as performative and tone deaf. And according to Julianne, some said the hosts weren't qualified to assess activism because they are just celebrities and not activists. Oof. There's some truth to that. There is some truth to that. When you sign up to judge a show on activism and you don't really have it in your DNA, it's very, oh. very complicated. <laughs> it reminds me of, remember that Kendall Jenner Coke commercial? So bad. Where she handed a Diet Pepsi to a policeman on a picket line. We were bad. like, girl, girl. Bad, bad, bad. During bad. the Black Lives Matter. It was just a bad timing, yeah. bad concepts. So I think Juliana has signed up to a bad idea here, but I do think that, you know, listening is a, is a good way to, to respond to that. So you're our nicest of the day for your response. And now our naughty of the day, naughty, 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 Channing Tatum and Zoe Kravitz were seen leaving the Met together. They went to an after party where they were all kissy, kissy, kissy. Alicia Keys had an after party and they were inside kissing and hugging inside the Met. I had spies inside. They were together, Mark. These two were a couple. However, they arrived separately. Mm. So that's why they're the naughtiest. Mm-hmm. Why leave together? <laughs> why be together inside? But why arrive 45 minutes apart? Do you know they left the hotel together? So I had reporters outside their hotel. Yeah. They left together. Of course. And then he got out, did the carpet while her car circled and came back 45 minutes later. Stop playing with us. What do you think? 
they want attention. It's like they don't, but it's like don't don't photograph me, but photograph me. Wait don't for me, me, but don't wait yeah, for don't me. I'm like, I, I, meet me here, but don't photograph me. Right. Don't it's like we know what this I'm game is. I'm in full hair and makeup, but don't photograph me. <laughs> we like, played this I'm game so into, yeah. I've, I've seen this so it. many You're times. Annoying, annoying, annoying. I know it's the day. And before we go, let's have a moment of Rob. You get a Rob. You get a Rob. You get a Rob from the forward answer mark, which is out on Monday. Woo! Mark, I've been talking about this damn book forever, and it's yes. finally coming out. I'm so excited. Thank you, everybody that has pre-ordered it. Our numbers are really good. I got my numbers from um, the publisher. I think we could have a hit book. We'll find out next week. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you haven't ordered it, you can do so today on Amazon.com. A moment of Rob. You decide the moment to start over. You're the author of this great adventure. Only you have the power to decide when a new chapter starts and an old one ends. So if you don't like where you are in your life, start over. You can start over. People do this every year at New Year's Eve. We all make a New Year's Eve resolution. Don't wait that long. Do it now. Do it tonight. Do it tomorrow. When my chapter isn't going very well, I start a new one. I literally can start over within the same day, Mark. So if I'm having a terrible morning, I stop, I close my eyes, Mm -hmm. think. I reset, Mm -hmm. and I have a great afternoon. It can be done. You have to train yourself to do it. Can you do that, Mark? Yeah, and I love that you said that because it doesn't have to be this grand starting over. It could just be that you start your day over. Take it Mm. step by step, bit by bit, and then small changes provide big results. Absolutely. I say to myself, you know, I'm having a miserable morning. Everything's going wrong. I'm going to have a shower, and when I get out of the shower, it's a new day. I literally can do that. Sometimes I have an ice cream. I say, by the time I finish this ice cream, my day is going to start all over again. You get to decide the moment that you start over. Hey, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Naughty But Nice with Rob and Mark Lupusher. Mark, we are so, so happy to have you back. We got a comment from DBD Judge who wrote, writing my first review, I've been listening to Naughty But Nice for a long time. I find myself singing along with the jingles right away. But where is Mark? Maybe you should have his mommy, Doris, step in when he can't make it. I love that, but I should point out, Mark has never not made it. It's always been technical issues, but we'd love to have Doris on too. Hello, Doris. I hope you're listening. That's it for today. Let's all sing along. Remember, if you're going to be naughty, you've got to be. Let me hear you. Nice. Take care, everybody. It's naughty but nice with Rob. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. 
We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.